0: Hello, 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 hello. Thank you for coming back. I'm really excited to record another episode. Um, It's been a little while since I've recorded anything um, because life has just been hitting a little bit too hard. Um, I've just been living a little, I've been away for a little while, and there's been a lot of things that I've sort of been dealing with, good and bad. Um, So, yeah, I didn't want to force having to. essentially record an episode because I have to and since my whole podcast and my whole motto is that we don't want to force anything in this life um I just wanted to give myself some space until I was ready to talk about the things that um, I wanted to talk about. There's always random topics that come to my mind that I want to record. There's no real rule to how I do things. I just try to focus on what's close to my heart at the time or if something's happened recently that it's just caused for me to have an epiphany or it's led to some sort of revelation or um, a lesson learned. So I try to just sort of react to that as much as I can so if something happens and I feel like you know what it's really worth sharing the story because someone else needs to hear this they need to hear about my thoughts and they should hear about the experience just in case they're dealing with something similar or if there's any part of it that they can sort of learn from so what I've done is just taking some time to sort of recalibrate and to just reset myself because yeah, things have changed a lot least recently. And nothing's changed in terms of what I want to do with this podcast, but things have just changed in the sense where I think I feel a little bit different. um and that's a good thing. So I allowed myself to just go through that. and then now I'm ready to talk about what's on my mind again. Um, first and foremost, I was away for a little while, which was really, really nice. It was really refreshing. I think, it's just so nice to take time away and be in a different environment. I don't even think sometimes you need to go and spend loads of loads of money to go on holiday or you don't need to do these extravagant um, like holidays or time away. Um, I think just being in a different environment from your daily life so your home your room your family home wherever it is that you live I think just opens up your mind in a way that it's just not possible if you're around the same stuff the same furniture the same energy and the same routine I think I'm a big fan of routine because obviously it sort of creates a framework for how you live your life but at the same time I think taking breaks from routines is so healthy because you don't want to become this person that is defined by their routine because the routine is there to help us it's not there to sort of limit us from who we are or who we're trying to become and I feel like sometimes that does happen when we start to put so much pressure on ourselves to um follow that routine or to be like really strict and do the things that we have to do otherwise it's just not worth it and to some extent I think that can make you very successful because you do the things that um you don't necessarily want to do but you know you have to which I think is the recipe for success I don't necessarily think is the recipe for being content and being satisfied with life um, I think you do get satisfaction from getting things done but in a general sense I think it's nice to switch it up if you have a routine if you're very strict with your routine and there are things that you do to keep yourself sane absolutely keep on doing them but I think it's really good to take breaks from it just to remind yourself of who you are because we are not defined by our routines, we are not defined by our jobs, we are not defined by the things that we wear or the things that we eat, we are who we are and wherever we go and whatever routine we decide to adopt at the time is us still, It, the essence of us being there and our Um, presence is what makes us us not the things that we sort of live by because those things can change and they can go any day so for us to rely on it a bit too much I think can do the reverse of what is intended so long story short I was away for a week with my friends and you know what it was just needed it was so nice to just spend time with people that you feel so comfortable with that you can talk about what you want and you can behave however you want and change up your sleeping pattern and go for walks and go for hikes and go look at things and eat food that you usually don't I just feel like it just reminds you a little bit of who you are and it just reminds you of that life is not one-dimensional And I think before I left for this holiday, I really did think that life was one-dimensional. And as I mentioned, a lot of things have changed lately and I think that really took a toll on me, but it didn't need to because there's not one way to live. There's a thousand million ways that we can do things and still achieve greatness. So I think being away just really revealed that to me. And don't get me wrong, I feel like when you spend time away for the first few days at least... Um, it's weird, because you're still fighting it, like, you're fighting the joy, you're fighting the fun, you're fighting just what that environment can bring you, and then as soon as you settle into it, and you feel yourself relax, and you feel your mind let go a little bit, you're like, wow, this is wonderful, like, I didn't even know I could live like this, I didn't know I was this person, Um, even though you do, it's not to say that you all of a sudden get to know yourself so much more, because you're away, I just think, The change of scenery, the new people, new energy, new food, new culture can just bring sides out of you that you don't necessarily meet all the time and you're not in touch with those sides of yourself. Same person, just a bit different, a bit more relaxed, a little bit more flexible and I love that. I think not everyone struggles with that. Me personally, I can be very strict when it comes to anything really, when it comes to myself, the way that I behave, the things that I eat, um, the places that I go, the time that I wake up, I can be very, very um, strict and very um, sort of regimental about it. So I think being away was such a nice, refreshing reset. And while I was away, there was a lot of things I was thinking about. And I think one of the things, actually, I wanted to talk about this before I left, but I never got the chance to um, really sit down and put it into words. But I was just thinking about what role do I play in this life? Especially because I think when certain things get taken away from you or certain major um, key players or key factors that you almost see as the things that define you, when they get taken away, it leaves you thinking like, who am I? what am I about? What do I like? Why am I doing this? It just makes you question everything. And often when big life changes come along, it's, it's, I mean, the first reaction is always, yeah, you know, just the whole cycle of um, grief, basically, you're in denial, then you're angry, and you're like, why me? Blah, 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 blah. But I think after I went through that phase, I was sort of like, what role do I actually play? Because up until now, I thought, I was playing a role in this life and I was bringing something to the table, whether it was my personal, professional, family, friends, relationship, life. Um, But then after a few things sort of came my way, I thought, wow, like, no, maybe I'm not that person. Maybe this has been taken away or has changed because I'm not meant to be defined by these things. Um, And I think that's the thing that's been on my mind for a really long time now. So I've been thinking about why do I behave in the way that I do? Or why have I made the decisions that I have that's led me to where I am now and who I am now? And I think that was the topic that I sort of wanted to focus on because I think who we are and what we expect of ourselves and what we expect of other people um, can really determine where our lives go. And especially because I'm at that pivotal point of trying to figure out where I'm going, I think it's a really interesting time to reflect on my expectations, my wants and needs um, and the things that I do and I don't want. I think the main thing for me is really thinking about what I'm attracting into my life and what message I'm putting out there and what energy I'm putting out there. I'm a big believer of whatever energy we put out there is what we get back. Um, I think it's only fair that way for me anyways as someone that likes to believe that things are fair and things make sense and the, like. this world follows some sort of order. I genuinely do believe that what, what we want is what we, who we are, is what we attract. And I think for me, especially at a time where I'm sort of trying to create a big change in my life, I'm really thinking about what role am I playing? Well, am I a character in this whole story? Am I Atifa? Or is it that I'm just playing into roles and expectations and things that I feel like I should be doing? And to some extent, I don't think I've ever been the type of person that I actually have always tried to play against the, the norm or I've tried to be a rebel in any sense. Um, I think it was just in my character since I was young anyways. I was always trying to work against whatever the norm was at the time. And as a result, I ended up just doing things my own way. But at the same time, in me saying that I'm a rebel or I do things differently or I try to change the course of um, the norms... Isn't that just me playing into a character again? Does it just feel like that I rebel against things or I try to do things differently because I feel like I should and because I feel like that that's the character that I am or that's the person that I am? Maybe sometimes I just want to go along with the norm or maybe I want to embrace the norm but then something in me just calls for it to not go that way or for me to try and change things and bend it in a way that is different. So I think... That's been a big question because I'm just trying to really think about how many of our decisions or how many of the things, how much of the things that have happened in my life have been because I sort of orchestrated it that way and because of the characters that I've played into or is it that just naturally happened and I stayed true to myself and that's exactly what was supposed to happen. I think it's really easy as well because As someone that really cares for the people around them, especially my friends, my family, um, I think it's really easy to just sort of play into a character because of the expectations that are put on you. And I don't think people naturally put expectations on other people. I don't think it's been very rare in my life, at least, where I felt like someone was putting some sort of expectation on me. Um, I don't think anyone outwardly goes and does that. But I think just naturally from day to day life, we do end up sort of assuming the expectations that are put on us I don't even think necessarily those expectations are real because I think in a way we just assume that that is what the person wants from us So whether it's our friends or someone we're getting to know or if it's our partner or if it's our family, we almost believe that we know what they want from us and we sort of play into that character. I think to some extent, you can definitely figure things out, you can learn from people's behaviour and you can learn from their pattern of behaviour as well and the kind of things that they speak to us about and you know when you have conversations with people you do start to pick up on the sort of things that are important to them or the things that they care about and they think about and the things that they prioritise in their life and I wonder how easy it is sometimes to play into that and I say that because I don't think everyone's going to be like this, but I think as someone that really cares for the people around them and is not always massively secure in in who she is, aka me, um, I think it's very easy to look at someone, hear the things that they've got to say, and then sort of play into the person that you think they want you to be. And I say that that's me just being very very super honest and vulnerable because if you know me in in real life or if you know me anyhow um, on any level you'll know that I don't come across like that at all if anything I come across again as someone that goes against the grain someone that makes their own decisions that is almost hyper independent and is always trying to be you know the voice or be the person that makes the decisions and it's it's very secure in the things that they do but really and truly, me as someone that comes across like that or the, the the image that I try and put across as much as I can, which I think 80% is true because I think it's taken me a long time to get here and I do think that I make my own decisions and I think I don't question my own character, but there is there are times where I think if I really care for someone or if there's a situation that I really care about, I almost try and figure out the blueprint of... Who do I need to be to fit into that role? And I think that's a really dangerous way to think because it's not authentic. I think as much as we can evolve and change and grow, the reasons behind it needs to be authentically because of us, not because of what other people expect of us. And I say that not to say that we should ignore our partners or family or friends' wishes and wants, I just think that it's really hard to keep up with a character that's been built on other people's expectations or wants and needs. So it's really important to look at the reason why we behave in the way that we do, but then also to figure out which parts of it is us and which parts of it has been developed as a result of situations that we've dealt with. And I think truly when you start to question things in that way and you start to look at it through a lens of what am I doing for myself? What am I doing because I work in a certain job or I'm friends with a certain type of people or my family are a certain way? I think just being aware of it alone is a massive step because I think the more we play into a character or we shape shift, as situation change, situations change, which naturally I think everyone does to some extent, Um, the further away we get from the person that is within or the person that is waiting to flourish or grow and I think what a wasted opportunity for us to get to know ourselves. And what I've seen lately a lot of as well is that I think because of the times that we live in, we get to see a lot more about people and a lot more about people's lives and ways of thinking and ways of doing things and I can see how that can put a lot of pressure on people to want to behave in a certain way or for them to want to adopt the same lifestyle or the same, I don't know, kinds of they want to have the same kinds of people or um, whatever it is that they see in other people's lives and they want to have in theirs. I think it's really easy to try and, try and fit into that mould, um, whereas I think it's impossible to tell how people got to where they got or the things that they've achieved in life, how they ended up doing that. And I think it's a dangerous way to for us to assume that we know how people got to where they got, um, and then try and follow the same sort of plan or the same journey because it just doesn't work. I think it's really um, it's it's very naive to think that if I do the same things as someone else, or if I think about things in the same way as they do, or follow the same routine and the same pattern, then I will achieve this. So yeah, if they are sort of comparing the things that maybe I'm a little bit better at or the things that I'm a little bit more confident in, then it's so easy to just be misled and think that the inner insecurities don't exist. And that's not me sitting here and saying that I'm just so good at stuff that people should compare to me. It's just that I've done it a million times and I've compared myself to so many people with great attributes and great um, traits, but then never really connected the dots that actually the things that people like about me come from places where insecurities also exist. Obviously, a lot of it comes from a place of confidence and things that I've learned over time. But alongside of that, there are insecurities that have fed into that too. So long story short, I think what I've really been focusing on is to not become a character in this life. I'm not a character um, in anyone's life. I'm not a character in my own life. My role changes, my feelings change, and the things that... I care about and the things that I want to prioritize are constantly changing and I think it's I as much as I don't want people to do, to do that to me I also want to make sure that I don't do that to people I think it's really important to sort of create a space for people to be able to show up as um, whatever it is that they are at the, at the time and I've sort of not sort of I've absolutely been blessed with people that have allowed me to do that over and over and over again. I'm that friend that every time you see me, (laughs) there's something new that I'm sort of obsessed with or the next challenge that I've set myself or the next thing that I'm focused on and it's always funny because when some of my friends don't see me for a little while they're like so what are you up to now what's the big thing what's the next big thing that you're sort of trying to do or who's this new character that you've become and I don't want to use the word character because I just said I don't want to be a character in anyone's life but I sort of mean I don't want to be a set character in any way I don't want to play into expectations in a way that I feel like I can't change or my feelings can't change or the way that I approach things can't change. I just want to feel free and I just want to feel like I can be who I need to be at any point in life because one thing I know is that this life will keep on changing. It comes in the most unexpected ways. It comes at the most unexpected times and that's the one thing that I know for sure is a constant. So for me to be able to deal with that, I need to be able to change along with it. I don't want to have to shapeshift into what um, situations or people need of me. I, I need to be able to stay flexible and stay true to who I am and respond to stuff in the way that is necessary. And one thing that I've definitely sort of observed recently, and I've seen it a lot more, is that sometimes I just feel like people feel like they need to be a certain way in order for people to approve or love them and I think we all seek approval we all seek love in our own ways Um, but I just don't think it's necessary for us to be a certain way or for us to act a certain way or say things that that will sort of get that I think it's really okay to say things that we agree with and the things that we don't agree with and still get the love and the approval and the validation that we need and I think the more we train people into allowing us to be who we want to be the more accepting people become of the person that you are. So then, if one day you're not in the mood to be a certain way, or you're not into, you're not in the mood to be the happy, chappy person, or the joker of the group, or the person that always comes with support and advice and love, then it's okay because people that are there for you, not for the things that you bring to the table usually. And I think the more we lead people to think that we are a certain way and that is exactly who we are, then. It's actually well. It's a double-edged sword because one, we want people to know exactly who we are and what we always bring to the table because it's nice to know what sort of um, what sort of role we play in each other's lives. But at the same time, we don't want to do it to do it to an extent where it just feels like if I don't do that, then I'm not valued, or if I don't um, behave in a certain way, if I don't show up to the things that I usually show up to, then then yeah, I'm not loved or I'm not valued. okay so the thing that actually got me thinking about this topic more than anything was when i was speaking to a friend and um he mentioned that he just got a new job and how he felt really proud of himself and you know um he felt like he's accomplished a lot which i think he has and i think it's really impressive to secure a job that you like and that you feel comfortable in and you've been working towards but then He mentioned something really briefly that kind of got me thinking about this whole topic and he was like, well, you know, this is every immigrant's family's dream that I work in this role and I've got, um, you know, I've reached all of these um, stages and I'm in the corporate world or whatever job it is that he's managed to secure. And I thought to myself that's really interesting that that's the first thing that you sort of thought about and you thought to yourself well this is it like I've I've reached the dream and this is every immigrant's family and I wonder how often we sort of do that where we play into um, sort of expectations and roles that we are expected to fulfill and the people that we're expected to become because I just know that growing up in an immigrant family myself um, there's always this expectation that you know, we come from a place that is very different, people are very different, culture, ways of thinking, ways of doing things Um, and then you're almost expected to be exactly like that and it's so impossible to do that because we don't live there, I didn't grow up there, I wasn't surrounded by that sort of energy, the culture, the people, the habits, day-to-day things, just ways of doing things, so how is it that you sort of expect me to become a person that would have been shaped in that way if they had lived in that community or in that society but then also when you live in a country for example when our families have moved here and you live in a country where the culture is completely different ways of doing things is different um and then you can't completely be that either because of course you come from a different background different expectations different ways of doing things and then it's almost like you're in a limbo in between so then you end up playing so many different roles almost or different characters because you're trying to fulfill both both sides but you're not exactly sitting anywhere where you're comfortable and you feel like this is me this is my identity and this is my character obviously it takes a really long time to reach a stage where you can say well I've sort of figured out who I am um, and where I sit so the things that I like from both cultures both sides of the story, um, the things that we don't like, the things that we own up a little bit more, the things that we've sort of tried to break the cycle and forget about. Um, but it's really, really difficult, especially when you're growing up and you're just confused all the time. You may not see it as confusion. Um, As you're growing up, you just see it as frustration, or you see it as just hardship. But looking back at it now, as an adult, I'm like, I was just confused. I didn't know who I was. Um, I lived between two very conflicting worlds, and I lived like that for a very, very long time. Um, And I never really knew where I sat between those two worlds, or who I even was, because before I could decide who Atifer is, I was already expected to be an Iranian girl or be a Muslim woman, um, be a daughter in a Middle Eastern family, there was just so many expectations of who I was supposed to be that I never got the breathing space to try and figure out who I actually am, and who I want to be. So I feel like that sort of process of getting to know myself was delayed. um, And it was sort of slower than I would have hoped to be. But then it just meant that I had to go through many, many different experiences, good and bad, for me to arrive at this place where I can very confidently say I know exactly who I am, what my morals are, where my sort of beliefs lie, um, what do I like, what do I not like, what sort of moral codes do I live by, what do I expect, um, not expect, accept, what do I not. Accept in this life, the kind of friendships that I want, the sort of relationship that I want. It all goes back to that identity. And I think, unless you know exactly what that identity is, all of these questions are just a moot point because you don't have the answers to them. You have no idea who you are. So, how can you figure out what you want? And Essentially, I think that happens a lot where we sort of play into pressure from family, culture, religion, communities that we live in, um, any sort of society that community that exists within a society will put pressure on you to be a certain way, whether it's that we become the person that people think we are. So for a long time, we've sort of like played a role and people think we're a certain way and it may have been that you've changed a lot as a person, but people still expect you to be a certain way. Um, and then you carry on playing into that role, even though you're no longer that person or we become the person that we think we should be based on observations or things that sort of society pushes on us or, um, any sort of situation really makes you think that I need to be this way in order for me to achieve certain things. I think to some extent that can be quite um, healthy because you build really good habits towards becoming the person that you want to be but I do think in other ways it does put so much pressure on you because you think you should be a certain way in order for you to be happy or to be fulfilled or for you to be able to achieve certain things or be accepted by certain types of people within a community but you don't actually need to it's just what you think what what people are expecting of you um But then also sometimes I think when we're getting to know new people or especially if you're getting to know someone in sort of like a romantic way, um, you basically build a picture of or you assume um, that this person likes a certain type of person. I think we all do it, especially if you know what their past relationships look like, like the past partners were like. um, And then you almost play into that narrative of I need to be a certain way for this person to love me or to like me. And that's just not true because obviously when people are drawn to you is because of you, your own energy, your own essence. So if you carry if you change that and then you play into a role of someone that you think they like or they want, then you've already lost the game. Like you've already lost the thing that attracted the person to you in the first place. I'm not saying we all do that, but I think to some extent it does put a little bit of pressure. Like for example, if you're if you met a girl and then you find out that her ex-boyfriend was really muscly and really big and you're not like that, you're obviously going to think, oh, well, I need to hit the gym. And it's like, well, I don't think she actually cares about that. I think she likes you for you. Um, Sometimes people have preferences, but it doesn't mean that we need to change ourselves to fit those preferences. So it's, it's that assumption of thinking that we need to be a certain way for people to like us. Um, and then that way, I think that's that's where social media has played a big part in it too, because we see certain types of people get a lot more attention, um, a lot more followers, and then you almost play into um, that sort of image of the person that you need to become in order to get the same. And I think that's where social media has been the devil's playground, because we're basically getting a copy paste of the same people, the same outfits, the same mentalities, um, the same routine. It's just, it can be really, really toxic in a sense where I think we almost think that what we are is not gonna work out and it doesn't feel like it's good enough because people out there are not supporting it in the same way as the next person that is very vocal and very um, sort of showy about the kind of life that they live. And there's nothing wrong with that. I think it's absolutely perfect to be in any way that you want to be. And then if you get loads of followers or you get loads of attention for it, that's perfectly fine. But I think that mentality of that everyone is sort of playing into the same sort of characters, is really dangerous because I think a lot of people are starting to become alike. Love me or hate me for saying that but I have realised that there's a lot of um, duplicates of people and types of people that there are out there and I think we're better off being a little bit more authentic and I think the more authentic that we're being I think the more likely we are to achieve the things that are, we really really want in our hearts and I think the more we suppress those feelings. I mean if you are sort of not comfortable with who you are or what you bring to the table then you have to suppress a lot of feelings and desires because it almost doesn't fit in with um, this character or this person that you're trying to be but then your inner feelings don't change what you want in your heart will remain the same and the type of things that you're drawn to will remain the same so all you do you basically end up doing is just suppressing those and sort of ignoring that inner desire which i think in the long term can be really suffocating for once Um, and also it would just block your blessings from the things that you could possibly achieve Then, if it is that you meet people and you want to express um, what you need from them so especially again in friendships and relationships you're not going to be able to express that inner desire quite clearly and quite comfortably because it almost doesn't align with this character that you've put out there for example if you've tried to play it really cool and really nonchalant but then actually what you need is a bit more attention a bit more physical touch a bit more texting a bit more calling a bit more quality time then you almost can't express that because you've already sort of fabricated this character that's not you and then now it feels really out of character to want those things and also I don't think it's fair on other people to sort of portray a type of person that you are or the kind of things that you need and then just switch it up on them later I think you're better off just sort of being vulnerable and being really open from the start and Actually, showing exactly what you want, regardless of how embarrassing sometimes it feels to ask for that love and attention and time, um, than to suppress that first, entertain situations that actually don't suit you in any way, shape, or form, and then later on come to realize actually you still do know do need those things. Now you come act out of character, and then now you're just feeling down, and then you're feeling unsatisfied or unfulfilled with the relationships that you've built. And I think the more we sort of get comfortable with showing exactly who we are, the more of ourselves we can share with people as well. For example, in friendships or relationships or with family, what's the point of holding back? I mean, we live one life, we have such limited time, we're never going to be, for example, I'm 26 right now, I'm never going to be 26 again. So what's the point of sitting here and hiding what I am or who I am or my thoughts or my beliefs or my feelings? Um, I think it's really nice to sort of put all of those thoughts aside, be a little bit more open, a little bit more vulnerable and share more of yourself and risk almost, I don't know, for it not to go well or to get hurt or for it to not match with the other person, whether it's your friend or maybe whether it's like a partner, than to just hold back and show them 10% of you and then let them care for or get attached to that 10% when there's so much more of you that you could share with them that they could absolutely fall in love with and they can share more of themselves for you to fall in love with them too but I think again because of I think the times that we live in and expectations are so clearly blatantly out there because of social media and the kind of things that people are talking about all the time and this is wrong and this is right everyone has so much opinions to share which I think is really good but at the same time I think If if you're actually a little bit younger or if you're um, a bit less experienced, then it's very easy to fall under the spell that you need to be what people think you should be rather than who you actually are. And then also on top of that just adding as a last point I think what's really happened nowadays is that a lot of people are disappointed in this is talking specifically in sort of relationship terms um a lot of people are disappointed with the people that they're meeting because of so many reasons um where people are not meeting their expectations or people are entertaining multiple situations at the same time or that they're just not giving you much to work with and we're out here saying this person's trash or that person's trash and I know that people can act badly, but I don't think anyone's inherently bad. I just think because of past situations or things that are happening right now, or again, going back to expectations from society or from the people that you're sort of seeking that um, validation and approval from, you can end up acting really out of character because you're trying to live up to a character that's not real. And Because of that, we all end up hurting each other and we end up not really opening up about the things that are close to our hearts and our minds. And then everyone's just leaving every situationship unfulfilled, more jaded than the last, um, less trusting, more annoyed um, and taking everyone that they meet after that even less serious. Which, again, leads into that vicious cycle of not really wanting to share who you are as a person with the people around you. And we've put up so many barriers because of that. And we play so many roles and characters that are not us as a p- way to protect ourselves. It's completely normal to have sort of defend me- defense mechanisms because of things that have happened in the far past. But if that happens enough, we do end up becoming people that we're actually not. And we will keep ignoring that inner voice. We will keep in- ignoring that inner desire and then just end up really... I don't know, maybe empty, maybe unsatisfied with life and never really giving anyone around us a real chance to get to know us. Long story short, um, I know for a fact that I've played into characters on roles that weren't me in the past, but what I can say for sure is that through those heartbreaks and bad situations is why I'm so comfortable with who i am now and i'm so comfortable with sharing exactly what i bring to this world because i'm here for a purpose god's created me in the way that he has for a purpose i'm here to bring something to this world and into the people's lives around me so why hold back i don't see the point in it if someone doesn't like it that's absolutely fine if someone loves it that's even better but i guess you will never find out if people love you if you don't actually show them who you are I'm going to end on that note because I think I've yeah shared a lot of thoughts and a lot of um, complicated ways of going about it but I know for a fact that we all think about this quite often um, because I know everyone's trying to be more open and more vulnerable but it's just that day-to-day life and things that are happening around us block us from it so if there's one thing that I would say we would take from this is really think about how much have we got to lose by not saying or by not showing who we are and how much do you have to lose by um actually sharing a little bit more of yourself to people yes it's a bit uncomfortable yes it can bring a bit more heartbreak into your life but then it also can bring a lot of love a lot of happiness and a lot more deeper more meaningful feelings into your life too so in the next time where you have the opportunity to be more open, more vulnerable, more upfront about who you are, do it shamelessly. You literally have nothing to lose. I'm trying to do more of that too. I'm not ashamed of who I am and nor should you or anyone else be. On that note, I'm going to end the podcast. Thank you so much for listening to my voice for the past however long I've been talking. I hope I've managed to trigger some thoughts around this topic. And I'd love to hear your thoughts as well if there's anything that resonated with you. Look after yourselves and I'll see you soon or I'll hear you soon. Take care. Bye.